Hi everybody, so glad you're joining us as we turn to God's word together today. I believe God is going to speak a now word. He's going to speak prophetically into your life today. I believe we find ourselves at a point at which God is calling people to serve him. He's calling to people to say, follow me, serve me, step out, believe me, and to go for everything that he has for us. So wherever you're connecting with us today, wherever you're connecting from, I want to say to you, open your heart, let God speak to you. I believe God's going to speak to some people today and bring release of his purposes in us and through us at this time. To do that, I want to turn to the story of Abraham. I want to turn to his story. And Abraham was a person who said yes to God in two different ways. First of all, in in Hebrews chapter 11, in verse 8, we read the following. It says this, By faith Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out to a place which he was to receive for an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. And in Romans chapter 4, in verse 18 to 21, we find the following. Speaking of Abraham, it says this, In hope against hope he believed, so that he might become a father of many nations. According to that which had been spoken, so shall your descendants be. Without becoming weak in faith, he contemplated his own body, now as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old in the deadness of Sarah's womb, yet... With respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully assured that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. I want to say to you today that Abraham said yes to God in two different ways. He said yes to God when he was called by obeying And he said yes to the promise of God by believing. Abraham was a yes man. You know, in our society, that is often viewed negatively in certain contexts. Maybe at work, maybe in other places, you said, oh, they're just a yes person. And it's always said in a negative way, isn't it? But when it comes to God, when we are yes people, it's always positive. And Abraham said, yes, I will obey when he was called. And yes, I believe when he was promised. And I want to encourage us all to be exactly like Abraham. And I believe God is calling people today, calling people to serve him, calling people to follow that plan and purpose that he has for them. And you know the calling of God is trying to lead you on, is trying to is speaking to you just now and say, come on, obey me, go forwards with me. And God says to you today, say yes to him and be that yes person. God is reminding some of us of the promises of God that he's spoken to us personally, that is highlighted in his word to us, And God says, come on, say yes to me. Say, I believe that. I will trust you in that. I will step out on that just as Abraham did. I want us to go on a little journey here through the calling of Abraham. And to do that, I'm going to bring various verses together. We're going to start in Genesis chapter 11 and verse 31. And we're going to tie a few things together. So stay with me just for a few moments as we go through these verses. Genesis chapter 11 verse 31 says this. 
Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran, his grandson, and Sarai his daughter-in-law, his son Abraham's wife. And they went out together from Ur of the Chaldeans in order to enter the land of Canaan, and they went as far as Haran and settled there. Then I want us to go to Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, so just leading on from where we've been. It says this, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name, your name great and so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. And then I'm going to turn to Acts chapter 7 and read from verse 2 to 4, and then we'll pull this together. And we find in Acts the following being said, And he said, Hear me, brethren and fathers. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran, and said to him, Leave your country and your relatives, and come into the land that I will show you. Then he left the land of the Chaldeans and settled in Haran. What I want to show us is this, is actually the call of God came to Abraham twice. These verses show us that, in particularly in Acts chapter 7, that he was in Mesopotamia when the call of God came to him for that first time. And when he was in Mesopotamia, God said, I want you to go on into what I have for you, the land I have for you. And it says that he got up from that place and went as far as Haran. And those verses in chapter 11, verse 31, it tells us that he settled in Haran. And at that place called Haran, the call came a second time, which is what we find in Genesis chapter 12. The first thing I want to tell us is this. The call of God on your life will never let you settle for less than God's best. God was not going to let Abraham settle. And I think it's interesting that in, those verse, in that verse 31 it says that he settled in Haran. He responded in Mesopotamia and settled short of where God really wanted him to be. And in the place of settling, God comes again and says, I am repeating this call to you because you've not gone as far as I called you to go. I am coming again a second time to you, reminding you this is not it. This is not where you have to stay. I'm coming again to you, repeating to you there is more for you, there's a Canaan for you, there's a land for you to go on and into from this place where you have settled. Where have you settled? Where is it you have responded partly to God's call? Where is it you have said yes and gone part of the way? Where is it you have settled as you pursue God? I believe God's coming to you today and reminding you of the calling of God on your life. Reminding you 
to not stop where you are, to not settle where you are, but to go on and into everything he has for you. You know, settling is nice, isn't it? Because settling speaks of comfort. Settling speaks of familiarity. Settling speaks of setting up life, putting our feet under the table. And to get out of a place of settling requires energy. It requires emotional energy. It requires physical energy sometimes. But it certainly requires energy and a get up and go. And often it's the internal emotional journey that's the hardest. But this is what he had to do. He, he responded already to the call and got up and went. And then on the way he settles and now he has to get up again in order to go forwards. But when God has a calling on our, on our lives, that call will never, ever, ever let us settle. It's like a hounding from the Holy Spirit to keep on going following Jesus' plan for our life. And do you know what, you and I, we should just give in to that call. Because if we don't give in to that call, it's going to be a very uncomfortable place to be. You know, it's a bit like you sit on the couch and you just want to stay there and it's really comfortable and you've settled there. And someone says to you, come on, it's time to go. It's time to go. Come on, we need to go. And you're like, yeah, 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 I'll get there in a minute. But it's permanently like that. Eventually, that's really going to get annoying. It's like, man, just leave me in peace. But you know what? The Holy Spirit's not going to leave you in peace because he's committed to bringing us into the most wonderful, perfect fullness of God's plan and purpose for our life. God's call will never let you and I settle. Also, we notice this. God doesn't call us on and into less. He doesn't call us into less. It's always into more. And it's always into adventure. In Genesis 12, 1, it says this, Now the Lord said to Abraham, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. This calling on his life was taking him out of familiarity and safety. Go forth from your country. Many of you watching have left your country. You've left the home comforts. You've left the cultural familiarity. That is a place of strangeness. It can be a place of, whoa, how does this work? It's unfamiliar. But guess what? None of us would say it's ever been boring if that's you who's left your country in that way. And see, this calling of God doesn't promise us familiarity, safety, and same old, same old. It promises newness. It promises adventure. It promises a place where we need God like never before. It's a place where we say, we can't say, I've got this, I've done this, I've been this way before. And you know what? If that's what we expect life to be like with God, then that's not a right expectation. Jesus says, you need me. Jesus says, this will be a life of faith. This will be a life of trusting me. 
This will be a life of following me and therefore I see what's up ahead before you see what's up ahead. You're just following me and you're trusting that I've got this. And so let's give up the expectation that we will always be able to control everything and everything will be just as we would want it to be or plan it to be when Jesus says, no, I don't promise you familiarity. I don't promise you certainties, but the only certainty I promise you is this, I am good. That I am for you, that I have the best for you, that the will of God is good and pleasant and pleasing. That I have plans to bless you, to give you a future and a hope. Trust me, follow me, come with me, say yes to me. And come with me on the adventure of a lifetime. But all of us have decisions to make on that journey. Will I say yes to that God who loves me? Will I say yes to that God who calls me? Will I say yes to that God who's promising me? And God speaks to you today to be a person that does indeed say yes to him and goes on an adventure. In Hebrews 11 verse 6 it says this, For without faith it is impossible to please God. And faith is the assurance of things not seen. It's the assurance of things which we can't see with the physical eyes, but we know on the inside it's going to be okay. It's going to be good because my God has me. And I want to encourage you today to take steps of faith, take steps of assurance in your God and the promises that he's speaking to you. The prophet Daniel said, those who know their God will grow strong and do exploits. Those who know their God, you know God to be good. You know God to be faithful. Say yes to him, even when what looks unfamiliar lies ahead of you. Say yes to the God who loves you and you know him to be good. It says in these verses, they was to leave his country, but also to re leave relatives and his father's house. Many again have done that physically. We've had to leave behind friends and family as we've maybe traveled or relocated around the world. And for many people, as they follow the call and purpose of God in their life, it can mean a physical separation. But you know what? There's also an internal separation when it comes to the call of God being followed in our life. The calling of God separates us from the crowd. And there has to be, first of all, on the inside, a willingness to actually follow your Lord and Master at all costs. Even if the voices of those closest, even if the voices and opinions of those closest are saying something different, if it's contrary to what your Lord and Master is saying, there has to be an internal separation that says, don't you know I need to follow my Lord and Master, King Jesus? As we said at the beginning, Haran was a place of settling. And so Abraham found himself with people who had settled. Many of them did settled. And God came to this man, Abraham, and said, I'm calling you to unsettle. I'm calling you out of the settlers. I'm calling you to leave those who are quite happy just to stay here. And I want to say to you that in your life, to follow the call of God on your life, 
That might mean adjusting relationships and separating from those who are quite happy to just settle when God is calling you on and you're saying, I want to go on. Leave the settlers, leave the settlers mentality. Separate from internally. Be of a single mind on the inside that says, everything within me wants to pursue after and to get up and go and to engage with this calling that God has on my life. The Bible's full of telling us that the company we keep and the relationships we have are very important. They influence us. They fill our world. And Abraham had to be willing to separate from the crowd to lay hold of that which God had for him. Maybe there's some changes necessary in your life and my life at this point and at this juncture. We read on in these verses and it says in verse 2, And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, and so you shall be a blessing. And verse 3 says, And I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. So yes, there's a leaving. Yes, there's a pursuing. Yes, there's a price to be paid. Yes, there's a decision to be made. But guess what? There's also a promise being spoken to Abraham. And as we read earlier in Romans chapter 4, it says in verse 20, With respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully assured that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. What is it that kept Abraham going? What was the fuel in his heart? It was the eyes on the promise of God. Yes, I am leaving. Yes, I am getting up. Yes, I am going forwards in obedience. But there's a joy in my heart. There's a smile on my face because I have before me the very promises that Jesus has made to me and God has spoken to me. And that is like a postcard in my heart that says, I wish you were here. This is where we're going. You know, it's a bit like when we look, at, look forward to holidays and we look at the brochure or we look online and we say, look where I'm going on my holidays. You know, God comes and speaks to your heart and he comes and gives you promises and paints on the canvas of your heart and says, look where you're going. And I want to say to you today, God has been speaking into your heart. God has been speaking to you as you've opened the word. God has been painting on some people's hearts today. He's been painting on your heart saying, this is what I have for you. Look where it can be. Look where I want to take you. And God is showing you promises and painting the picture. And he said, would you follow me? I'm not going to let you settle. I'm speaking to you today. Come on, get up, follow me, move on. Don't settle. Come on into every good thing I have for you. And before you, on the inside of your heart, you see it. And that's what Abraham had with respect to the promise of God. He did not waver. What was that promise? The promise can be broken down in this way. First of all, it says, I will make you a great nation. We've just heard that he used to leave his country, his relatives and his father's house. He used to leave his people. And then God promises a great nation. 
You might think you're leaving one people group, but in comparison to the great nation that I have for you, this is nothing. He promised that he would bring him into something even greater in the area that he thought he was leaving behind for good. I'm leaving friends, I'm leaving relationships, I'm leaving people. But in comparison to what I have for you, this is the promise, said the Lord. It then says, and I will bless you. Leave your father's house and I will give you a father's blessing. The father's blessing was so important in those days. And maybe, let me be honest with you, the father's blessing or approval in your own life has been very important. But sometimes even our closest family don't understand when we pursue the call of God. And God is saying, you might not have natural approval but I will bless you. You will have the sign of approval from me. And I know that's a word that we'll be speaking to some people as you connect with it. God's promise to Abraham was this, you don't need natural approval when you have my approval. You have the Father's blessing. And it says this, it goes on and says, And now make your name great. By leaving his own country, he was leaving behind all the connections and family build up connections that he had and so on and so forth. People knew who Abraham was. Maybe he was known as Abe, you know. Maybe he had a nickname. Everybody knew who this guy was. And now he's leaving all of that, going off into completely unfamiliar territory where no one knows him. And God says, you might think you're leaving behind connection and network and association and people knowing you and all that that brings. But as part of my promise to you, Abraham, I will make your name great. You're not going to have to worry about lack of connection. I am promising you even more divinely blessed connectivity and networking and people knowing who you are. And I want to say to you today, the same would be said to anyone following the call of God on their, on their life. It's divinely and supernaturally orchestrated by faith, not by natural human connection. You will never lose out when we are obedient to the call of God. Let me say that again. We will never lose out when we are obedient to the call of God. And it says, and so you shall be a blessing. You shall be a blessing. So in this move, in this obedience, in this believing, in this saying yes to the call of God in his life, he's now had promises about what's going to happen for him. I will make your name great. I will bless you. And all of those promises which are pertinent to him as a person, but now it says, and you shall be a blessing. In other words, there's people who I want to bless through you. Other people's blessing is dependent on you making this. I want to use you to bless others. 
I want to use this decision that you make in order to reach others. In other words, the answering of the call of God on your life has more in mind than just you and me. It's not all about you and me. It's actually about all the others. It's about the fruit. It's about the impact. It's about the lives that God says, oh, the nations, the families, the people, the individuals, the groupings that I want to bless through you, through this decision you make to, come, to follow me, through the believing in my promise that you show, oh, I have so much to do and to reach and to accomplish through you, my friend. Come on with me because there's others saying, please follow that call. Please say yes. Please believe him because there's something in you that God wants to use to reach other people who are saying, that's the answer I need. You're going to connect with people that others won't. God's going to use your story. Listen to me now. God's going to use your story to reach certain people that other stories won't. God's going to use your history, your uniqueness to reach people that other people want. God says, this is part of my plan and purpose for your life. They need to meet you. They need to be spoken to through you. They need to identify with what you've gone through because I'm going to go, I'm going to go and use your story and who you are to reach those people that I know is going to connect with. The answering of God's call on your life has more in mind than just you. It's the ultimate, I'm laying my life down. Greater love has no one than this than we lay our life down for our friends. Lay your life down. Answer the call. Be obedient. Believe God. Say yes. Go into the unfamiliar, knowing that God has it. And lay your life down for the purposes of God in this generation. And it finally says, and I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you, I will curse. God will fight for us as we follow him. God will take care of the challenges. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. God will supernaturally and divinely provide. Yes, it won't be without challenge. But God says, I will fight for you in the challenge. You will know supernatural strength. You will know supernatural help. You will know supernatural fight on your behalf from a God that's for you. You are not alone on this journey. Yes, it's unfamiliar. Yes, there's forms to fill. Yes, there's maybe travel to be had. Yes, there's new culture to engage with. Yes, there's newness all around. And everything, when it begins, always has challenge. And believe me, when we step up to serve God, there's a spiritual kickback in so many ways that we think, man, what's going on? But God says, I will bless you, fight for you, and be there with you in all battles, says the Lord. And in you, he says, all the families of the earth will be blessed. All the families of the earth, he expands this thing from just leave Haran to and I'm talking world here, Abraham. I'm talking global. Don't limit God. God wants to expand your world. God wants to stay with me. All things are possible, far above all you can think, ask, or imagine. And so in answering his call, in answering and believing him, 
I believe God says your life and my life can have a world impact. It can be bigger than we can ever thought possible. And it begins by being a yes person. Yes, I will obey. And yes, I believe. Come on, let's pray. Father, I thank you that you know everyone who's connecting with us. Everyone who's hearing this word. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name it be a word in season. And it be a word that just comes alive in the appropriate ways that the Holy Spirit makes known to each individual who's connecting. How this applies, how this works. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name that this season, this season would see many sent out into the harvest field. Lord, because the harvest is ready and you have workers and laborers that you are calling today. And I pray in Jesus' name that as we all respond to the calling of God, we all move on from any settling place to pursue to the fullness the reason that you laid hold of us. I pray in Jesus' name that we too would have the adventure of our lives. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. My friend, it might be that you're joining us today and you as yet don't have a relationship with Jesus. The first thing you need to do is believe that he died for you and rose again, that he is Lord and he is Saviour. Just believe and reach out and say, I want to have that relationship with you, Jesus. And in that believing, in that reaching out, Jesus connects with you. You can be saved and come to know him as Lord and Saviour today. On the screen right now on Church Online, there's a little button appearing in the chat. And it says, I want to give my life to Jesus. If you want to do that, press that button. That button will then change and say, request prayer. Click that button as well. And then you're in touch with one of the pastors and one of the folks who are helping people connect with Jesus on this platform. We'd love to help you on this journey. If you're watching on another platform, such as YouTube, etc., then just click the links that are there in the text below the video. We'd love to hear from you and help you on your journey. God bless you and see you next time at Church Online. God bless.